Hey everybody, this is Random Chatterings episode 23. I am Arlo Rodriguez and I have some very, very special guests today. Hey, I'm Andrea. And I'm Zachary Reynolds. And we're from You Again web series. Hello world. <laughs> Hello world. <laughs> so what exactly is uh, the You Again web series for everybody who doesn't know? So do you want me to take the lead on this yeah, one? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so you know, you again is a so it's a web series that uh, it's a comedy uh, that involves uh, the story of two people. Uh, there, there were a couple originally. One of them is a geek, and one of them is a hot mess of a drinker. Uh, and they uh, they end up together, and then they end up breaking up. And uh, my character ends up kicking her out, and she shows back up on his doorstep, and uh, that's where the uh, season one starts off. And then hilarity ensues in shoes, which is much like ensues. Um, hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. Um, no, so hilarity ensues, and uh, you get introduced to all these uh, side characters who are just like over the top, very caricature. Uh, it's a uh, very uh, in-your-face comedy. Uh, it's situational. It's like uh, it basically if How I Met Your Mother and maybe like Big Bang had a baby, and mm. uh, and then and that that is uh, that is uh, two again. It's a very you interesting know. combination. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it's. Um, it developed from an idea from uh, we were driving from Monterey, California, from another shoot, and uh, the conversation pretty much. What were we even talking about? We were talking about like uh, just. I think it started with like memeing Mario, one of yeah, our friends. Yeah, we had a we had a, a friend who was like the assistant director on the shoot, and he's kind of a grumpy cat esque sort of person <laughs> in general. He's very like grumbly and moany, and we were memeing him because he would say things, do things, and so I took a picture of him. <laughs> And Zach started creating memes out of them, and then we we're like, "This is funny." And then, just in general, uh, Zach and I uh, have really silly conversations, and so we were just like, "We should make this a web series." And plus, Zach and I, uh, the little background is we've acted a lot together, but usually it's a lot more dramatic stuff, um, mm -hmm. crying, romance, and all that kind of stuff. And we decided <laughs> it would be funny to laugh. Um, oh, that would be a nice change of pace. Yes, all the and heartbreak. Terminal. Yes, and our conversations are um, very much like part of this web series because, it, like I said, it's a geek and a hot mess. And even though I'm not necessarily a hot mess per se, I'm definitely not a geek. And so our conversations have been written into the web series. Whereas, uh, yeah, I am a geek. Uh, yes. Like, my, I, I don't have to work very hard on set uh, to be my character because it's <laughs> like we just shot in a uh, comic book store and uh, oh, we ran. Nice. Yeah, we ran behind. Uh, pretty far because half the crew was too busy looking at shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I'm not much of a geek either, but I do definitely appreciate uh, the geekness. And so it's very easy to get distracted by it. But like, you know, and I think I've, I feel bad. I keep using this one scene or whatever. And so Zach maybe rolls his eyes at it because I've used it before. But um, one scene, I uh, actually literally was talking to Zach as we were on the way to a different set. And I said, yeah, he's like fat, like Boba Fett fat. And Zach's like, Boba Fett's not fat. And I'm like, yes, he is. He's that slimy worm character. And he's like, no, 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 that's Jabba the Hutt. And I was like, oh, right. But the names are the same. Um, They're close so, enough. Yeah, so that actual conversation. Yeah, they both have two T's in them. Yeah. And like, I mean, I have geekiness, but it's probably a little bit more pop culture geekiness surface level, um, whereas Zach is like embedded in the geek world. Yeah, so, I mean, which is, fuck, man. I mean, it, the, the things that, uh, it, I'm super stoked that, like, geek culture has gone to the for, the forefront. Uh, oh, but, we're especially. going on to Zach's soapbox. 
This Zach's on a soapbox. <laughs> um, I'm super stoked about this. The shit that got my ass kicked in high school <laughs> is, is all of a sudden cool now. And I have mixed feelings about that. I don't mean to laugh. I, I, I'm just, maybe no. I'm a little extra, maybe I have the lack of oxygen is making a little hyper right oh, now. It's okay. It's okay. I'm like, I, no, I, it, I, I, I 100% understand what you're trying to say. I got beat up for that stuff actually earlier in my life, like like um, elementary school, middle school. What was your uh, what was your uh, beat up of choice? <laughs> beat up of choice. Uh, they would like, like what, punch, what, they would what, like punching me in the stomach. Well, what, well, uh, I guess I should have rephrased. What what did people beat you up for? <laughs> for being weird. Weird. For being very weird. See, I was like the super nerd. I got beat up for being smart. I got beat up for playing Pokemon in the corner. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and then, then I remember, like, one kid wanted to, like, see my Zapdos card, and then yeah. he literally stole it and ran away with it. <laughs> because it was, a, it was a holographic, and it was a first edition. Why would he steal it to torch you? Because he thought it was cool. Because junior high students are little fucks. I'm sorry. They are. I, I hate them. <laughs> Pretty much all my friends from elementary school just abandoned me in middle school. Like, fuck all those people. Oh, Wait, were you abandoned? Fuck all of them. Pardon? Were you abandoned, nerd? No, abandoned. Abandoned. Were, but were you okay. were you in band? Though? But were you? In I was band? not in. I was not in. Band. That was me. I was like the super dork. Like I wasn't just a geek. Like I was a nerd and a dork. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So that's why I was a tomboy, and then I beat up people. But no. Uh, to, to go back to it, like no, it's really cool that uh, the stuff. So I never thought when I was uh, playing video games as a kid, mm -hmm. reading comics, watching anime, watching cartoons, would be something that would be conducive to something to something I'd use in the future for something that means something. And uh, it, it's, uh, I think it's cool. Like, uh, cause I would love to use the excuse to my parents is like, what are you doing? I'm playing video games. Why job research? You know? <laughs> so uh, no, it, it's cool that I can mix two things that I love uh, acting and my uh, passions about all things nerd and throw it out there and literally be myself on camera. It's awesome. That is really awesome. But yeah. I guess, um, I guess in terms of the dramatic roles you've done, like what were the some of the roles that you've that you've done? Well, Andrea and I, we both uh, we both done a we first met during uh, Love's Labor's Lost, uh, which was a, a Shakespeare like kind of one of the less performed Shakespeare plays out there, mm -hmm. and um, we met mutually through that. We played opposite of each other, and. Uh, when we first met, uh, like, and they're very much uh, like, uh, have you ever read or seen much to do about nothing? I, I, it's the one, it's the ones that people recommend the most. It's not the one I've actually read or seen. It's okay. No, it's okay. Uh, so Shakespeare, Shakespeare, Shakespeare. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, so our two characters relationship was very much like witty bantery, but we love each other kind of a style. Yeah. So we were very silver tongued with each other. And when we first met, we, we weren't exactly the most compatible people. Um, I can I come from directly from improv roots. I grew up watching. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and I yeah I grew up watching Whose Lines in Anyway. Oh, I love like, that show. Such a great show. The old stuff is amazing. Uh, both old stings. Um, <laughs> old stings, much like things. Anyway, booze. <laughs> so, whenever I do acting work or stage work, I just kind of do things and I do what feels right. Mm -hmm. Not the funnest experience for the actor across from me. Andrew. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yeah, and I come from, I mean, not that I, I don't come from an imp, um, improv background. I 
acted a lot growing up and then I took a break because my mom was like, you can't make money as an actor. So I went into journalism and yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so journalism was a way to get paid to quote unquote act. Right. Um. So when I came back to uh, acting, like when I met Zach, um, improv, just kind of crazy. It was so new to me because I was like, no, you do the lines and you act the way the director says. So. We definitely had like we butted heads just a little bit. Zach says he was completely fine with me, which makes me feel like shit. But um, <laughs> she I thought I was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, but it's like when I say improv because it's Shakespeare, it's the Bard. I try not like I, I actually hate it when people change dialogue in Shakespeare. So it's not like I was like being like a hawk, a fair maiden awaits. Got your nose. <laughs> it's not like sure he did that. A couple I wasn't times. doing that. I mean, it, like, but it was just like. I, I, I would do something different, like with the blocking, or I, yeah. I would bring it a toy on stage. Like, literally, a fucking, I brought a yo-yo on stage. I didn't have point. a problem with the yo-yo. Well, because you weren't on the sta on stage with me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do tricks? I, like, you do, like, the, the walk um, the dog and the I, do, I can do walk the, the dog. Cradle. I can do around the world. Around the I, world. I'm like a derp when I do cradle. I'm like, duh. So. <laughs> not very good with the cradle. Um. But no, that's and that's how we met, and then we just kind of did dramatic roles with indie films and uh, horror. We did a horror film, and that was awesome. Oh, very and, uh, nice. And then uh, we were on a shoot in Monterey, and we had a 14-hour car ride. And like we said, we were like, "We're tired of crying. We're tired of being serious. Let's uh, let's do something. <laughs> let's do some comedy." You know, that and, seems uh, like the opposite of what what most comedic performers they usually do the comedy first, and then they say, "I can be dramatic than that." You, you never forget what you're good at. I mean. It, at least for me, that was my roots, and that's how I like. I, I got into this whole mess of acting because I was the class clown, and I got randomly yeah, put yeah. into a theater class, yeah. and uh, and here I am today. And it, it, so, I feel most comfortable with comedy. So whenever I do get into dramatic and I see myself acting, I was like, "Holy shit! They let me say that? What a piece of shit!" <laughs> Which is crazy because I got cast in the the film we're talking about that we were in Monterey with. So I got cast before Zach did mm -hmm. by the director, and um. Like about six months before that, Zach and I, Zach had been in a short film with me and he plays the husband that I cheat on. And there is this one frame of Zach that just like, it's just a tight shot on his face and he looks devastated and hurt and sad. And um, I was like, shit, Zach can like, holy fuck, like that's amazing. Um, so when the director asked me who I wanted to play opposite of him, Zach's one of the people that I recommended was Zach, like literally because of that one frame of film. Like there was just this like devastation of loss in Zach's face. Wow. And I was like, I think he can really do it. And the director was a little nervous at first knowing Zach's comedic background. And mm -hmm. I was like, no, mm -hmm. he can, he can go there. And, um, he did. And it was like so, fucking amazing. So for one frame, I was really good. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 like, no, like, I, that's just me, like, I'll, I'll try and make anything funny, but, like, no, I, thank you, Andrea, that's really nice of you. I know you're trying to be very sentimental there. No, and... I wasn't trying to be sentimental, I was just being fucking truthful. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I can be an ass, like, if you want me to. I can be a dick. <laughs> be a dick, why Anyways, not? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Get awkward and uncomfortable for Andrea. What, say that again? 
Uh, nothing. She nothing. said, "Let's go." I pretend I'm comfortable. I've checked your Indiegogo campaign, and I'm really happy to see how well it's been doing so far. It's about five thousand dollars so far. Yeah, yeah, we just peaked over five thousand this week, and I mean, unfortunately, we still have thirteen thousand. Is what we're trying to hit. So I we see. To okay. go, and that's we only have like three weeks to raise it, but it's right. exciting because. We actually haven't released a single episode yet, and we have that much support, and we are so thankful for it. That's oh, right. yeah. I just want to, like, yeah, give a huge shout-out to all the support we have. Donate more. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, we've had a ton of backers, and a lot of people have been really supportive of the po podcast. And it was like, we need 7,000 more. And uh, it was just kind of, yeah, you guys rock. You guys rock the Casbah. You really mean it, mean it because your most recent video, which I'm just surprised that you did anyway... Someone donated $150. I think you know what you're talking about. Yep. You Chase, to... my, 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 one of my good friends, Chase Snidely Stam, uh, he, uh, he, he, uh, donated $150 and, uh, I, he was, he was sitting next to me and he was like, Oh, what you guys have perks. This is awesome. And I was like, yeah, there's that perk where if you donate 150, uh, Andrew will eat three things of anything. And he was like, <laughs> so pink. Okay. But the backstory to that is that the Audra character is, um, have you ever seen Ocean's Eleven? I, a long time ago, I remember liking it a lot, but it's a long, long time since I've seen it. Okay, well, the Brad Pitt character is eating in almost every scene. That's <laughs> sort of a Brad yes. Pitt in general. He's got, he's got something in his hand. He's nibbling on something or whatever. And I just, I noticed that and thought it was really funny. And so I kind of included that into Audra's character that, um, I mean, most female ingenue lead actresses uh, they're pretty and like life works out for them and they, like even like the Rachels of Friends, the Rachels of Friends. Um, there's still pretty people who work at cafes. <laughs> and um, I'm sorry, he keeps bite, trying to bite the microphone. Yes, for those who can't watch, Zach is trying to eat our microphone <laughs> uh, because he's not getting attention right now. So. Um, <laughs> Anyways, so I just, I don't know. I was like, I'm the writer. I can't make my character have this perfect life or people are going to be like, well, you just did that because you're a writer. So, yeah, I throw, yeah. so I throw her under the bus every second I can. Um, yeah. And one of them is that she eats a lot of shit. And so <laughs> I thought this would be like a perfect way to like mirror the episodes is if right. we could do a dare where um, I, Andrea, have to eat a dare of food. And so I did. Eat a dare of food. <laughs> so you, you had to eat, um, well, it wasn't just horseradish, it was spicy horseradish because of Well, that was Zach. because of Zach. That was because exactly. of Zach. Like, this is funny. Let's do hot, hot, what was it? Hot. Extra hot. Extra hot. Extra hot horseradish. Yeah, that was me. Gummy and bears and... Sugar-free gummy bears. Sugar-free gummy bears, yes. Which I had never heard that supposedly these are disgusting, but they are. Like, you can look up their reviews and stuff. Um, and then anchovies. And I don't have That's to be the last anchovies. That's what... Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm usually... I'm a savory girl. I like chips and stuff. Um, salty stuff. Yeah. And the anchovies, I think that's what sent me over the line. <laughs> but, like, I mean, when you put capers on something, it's like a sprinkling of capers. Like, it adds a little bit of saltiness. Right. This was, like, the whole thing. Well, oh, if you watch the gosh. episode, like... You can smell... Oh. You can smell it through the fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, if you watch the episode, like I take like I drain half of that jar of horseradish into the blender, and uh, like Which I don't. My, I did not notice at the time because I was just bullshitting to the. Yeah, Andrew, Andrea was just sitting there like, yeah, I have to eat some derp and derp, and, and I'm just like horseradish, 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 <laughs> horseradish, horseradish. And then we put horseradish. the and then we put the whole thing of anchovies in there. Oh my and the whole goodness. thing of anchovies, and then we blended it with a little water, and it... and really, it was the smell. This is the crazy thing. Like, it's too bad. Like, computers and like all that cannot. Right. It was the smell that made me gag. Like it, like the smell was just in. Oh, it was intoxicating, oh, and gross, just I like vomit worthy. I can't even imagine. I wish there was smell vision right now. Like no joke. <laughs> Ew. I think that's like. Doesn't like. Um... John Waters have a copyright on that or something? Wait, or a pen on it? John Waters? Like he directed uh, Pink Flamingos. He's like an independent filmmaker. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of this? I've heard of John Waters. I haven't heard of the Smell-O-Vision patent, though. I think he, I like Nickelodeon was trying to do Smell-O-Vision and John Waters got upset about that. That's what I heard. How, like, how can you do like Smell-O-Vision? Technology. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. We could send somebody to the moon for crying out loud. So it's like... <laughs> I'd like yeah, to... but... So what if you can't smell a fart on TV? I mean, it's... like scratch the screen. Yeah, it's like a scratch, and then everybody. Next thing you know, a screen protector's business goes up, and then everybody's gonna go to the Apple Store and be like, "I scratch my screen." And then they get this the smell-o-vision version. <laughs> yeah, it's just an economic. Well, person. we're getting VR. I'm sure that smell-o-vision is only a couple of years away. Oh yeah, the Oculus. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> it, I, I, I'm very, I'm very interested in it, except that it's six hundred dollars, and I'm a broke college yeah, student. Is it really $600? $600, I just yep. Are you, are you a gamer in any sense? I'm, yeah, I'm a gamer. I haven't had a chance to play recently because I've been really, really busy with college shit. Well, do you remember the Halo, the Halo parties and everything like that where you'd everybody bring their TV over and hook, I, hook up? I never played Halo, actually. I played, well, I mean, Reach was the first game I played. Halo nice. game I played. Excuse me. Halo game I played. Halo, uh, how old are you? I am 23. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We're not that much older. Well, you are, but I'm not. <laughs> no, uh, no, but like, uh, so we'd have Halo parties. So we'd have four TVs just set up, and wow. a bunch of sweaty teenage boys, like fifteen of us, would be yelling at each other. So I think like the Oculus Rift is going to be like seven or eight of us in a room, just being like, doing this, doing this. <laughs> so I don't know. It's gonna. I, I think the VR thing is going to revolutionize gaming. I saw the, the most interesting demo I've seen so far was um, I think it was like the new it's a it's a spinoff of a portal of the port from the portal series. I, I don't seen remember what it's called. I don't. I'll send the video like afterwards if I can find it. But it looks really interesting because it takes advantage of the of the VR perspective of how you can control the finger and then you can you can like do these different functions. It's like it's like supposed to be a tech demo, but it's supposed to be like a real game. Oh, that's cool. I think it's it's really cool. I I can't. So how does it work just, then? It's like it's VR basically, but it's like I actually don't know. I think there's you still use a controller, but I don't. I, I you can't. Like this explanation is terrible. I'll just show you the video after we wrap up, so that so that this um so this You're makes sense. Good. You're good. Okay. Um, we're actually gonna take our first break. Um, but when we come back, we'll be right. We'll we. <laughs> fuck. I I am so sorry. When we come back, more. This is bullshit. Code monkey not crazy. 
just proud Code monkey like Speedos Code monkey like Tab and Mountain Dew Code monkey, very simple man With big, warm, fuzzy, secret heart Code monkey like you And we're back. Um, I need to come up with another question to ask you. Uh, okay, yeah. What's some of your biggest inspirations for filmmaking and for life? I have to go first. Yeah. Okay, no. Um, no. Um, I I came from a comedic background, and like I love comedy. I've kind of always been passionate about comedy, and. The, how I got wrapped into this is I was the class clown in uh, junior high and high school, and then I got ran. I didn't register for my classes next semester, so they randomly put me in a theater class because that's what they do in junior high. They just put you wherever because they just it's like an algorithm or something. And uh, <laughs> and I fell in love with it. And then, um, but I also was really into movies and like uh, you know the classic movies like Hook and 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 I, I was a huge SNL watcher. I watched oh, wow. a ton of it in color and uh, sketch comedy stuff. So. I, I like. I always kind of wanted to be the guy that made people laugh, and uh, so I did. And or at least he thinks he made people laugh. I, I like to think I did it, uh, but uh, so I'm. If I had influences, uh, it was definitely a lot of the SNL biggies, like John Belushi, Chris Farley, uh, Kevin Nealon. You uh, know, this date to yourself makes you feel old. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, Aykroyd, like uh, Bill Murray, like those old comedians, and then of course there's the great Robin Williams. I won't go into uh, my yeah. thoughts about him. But uh, rest in peace, Robin. Thank you for everything you've done and given us in the world. Um, and uh, Jim Carrey, like I like I've watched like I love I just that that that's kind of been my influence as far as like uh, acting goes, uh, like as acting goes. And then as life influences, obviously, like my grandpa and my my my, uh, my dad. And Wait, what about your grandpa? I don't know the story. Uh, you don't know. Like, well, my grandpa was. This is going to be a long story if we get okay, into this. Um, <laughs> no, no, like, so all, like, you know, all of my, uh, my, my, uh, step, my, my, my fatherly situation was a little strange where I had four or five people, men who were fatherly figures, like my, my biological dad, my first stepdad, my second stepdad, and my grandpa. And, uh, so it was confusing. And, but my grandpa was always consistently there and always, uh, was, um, one who kept me in check and told me I could do anything I want and be any and just be a good person and oh that's excellent and uh, but don't be a shithead <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I'll uh, punch you in the face <laughs> I remember I, I remember I mouthed off to my mom one time and oh. my grandpa took me out back and threatened to fight me oh, and I was like seriously yeah oh god and I, yeah and I was just like and, and granted I'm a little dude as is I'm like 155 pounds. You know, and I'm like, what? yeah, you know, I'm not shredded or anything, but like, no, he like, he even gave me like a, he, like, I was too even afraid to take the first punch. I was like, nope, going back inside. I'll be in my room for eight hours. You know, and, but no, that taught me a lesson. Like, no, he taught me a ton of lessons of actually what it takes to be a, 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 a functioning man, you know, and no, shout out to you, grandpa. So well done, right. grandpa, Zach. grandpa, grandpa, Jack is his grandpa, name. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Grandpa Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That that is um, there is no fury quite like a mother's fury. 
Mm-hmm. I remember this. I remember how long this ago this was. I think it must have been five years old or something. My mom was in like a grocery store. It was like a liquor store, and I really wanted an ice cream, and she just wouldn't have it. And I started crying. <laughs> uh, she would not, like she didn't have it. She grabbed my arm and pulled it really hard and says, "Do not act like that while we're in the store. While we're in public." And I know the other implication of that is like if someone sees like a kid crying in public, it's it's like it's embarrassing. But uh, for me, it was just like this gigantic person who's just just kind of take. Uh, uh, <laughs> got to choose my yeah. phrasing very carefully. But just like I don't, I'm powerless against you. So um, and just making sure that I don't I don't step I keep I don't keep stepping on eggshells. I I, I was a very well behaved student. Um, your mom's gonna call you and be like, "How dare you talk to me on the podcast?" I don't, for some reason, your mom's Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Did your mom listen to the podcast? She has no idea what a podcast even is. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you get your mom's support, man. I, I, no, she she knows that I record stuff. She only speaks Spanish mostly. She does know some English, but she doesn't. She she like. Does she live? There? She lives in California right now, okay. but. Uh, even if she did listen to it, 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 she wouldn't know what I would be talking about. Because I always talk about internet stuff. Then I'd be talking about like like one of the let's let's play channel I like, and she just and she just kind of I like them. It's always talking, what's your but I have no idea. What's your... No, no, no. Um, my favorite let's play channel is uh, the Game Grumps. Yes! Yay! Oh my god! Oh my... Really? Hey, it's his favorite. He's like, <laughs> he's geeking out on the Game Grumps right oh, now. Ah, geeking out myself. <laughs> Oh, oh Dan Evadan and Aaron Hansen are the shit, I man. I love those guys. I, I followed Ego Raptor when I was like when I was in college myself. I followed him when he was doing the Awesome series. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, that's like, I'm adding you on Facebook right now. We gotta geek <laughs> up. Yes, I'm okay with this. New friend, you, uh, Arlo. Meet yeah. Zach. Zach, meet Arlo. <laughs> He's Arlo. looking you up, Brenna. R a a r l i l o. That's right. Yeah. And Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Um, my profile picture is an anime character. Who's? <laughs> There's a guy named Artillery Rodriguez. That's not Artillery. Him. I don't think that's me. What's the? The anime uh, mosaic. It's like a. It's a picture of a blonde girl, but her her eyes are kind of obscured, but she's making like a smoke, like she's like doing the V thing and like blowing out smoke. Gotcha. Hang on, we're looking for you. You can edit this out. <laughs> no, that's all right. We'll keep there all this. There he is. We'll keep all this in. <laughs> added. Wait. It's what is in the picture? Like the yeah, it's the anime girl. Yeah, you can't see your eyes. It's it's, just, oh. it, it's a moment from. It's like my favorite moment from the entire second season, because the char- the character is talking with one of her friends, and she wants to be more mature, or she wants to be. Um, presented as more mature, so she's so she finds out what did the bad kids do? They smoke. So it's just this. It just cuts to like the camera cuts to them, like kneel like kneeling and then just smoking like this. <laughs> um, Canero Canero mosaic. I've never like God. I I need to get more anime savvy. I really do. Really? Yeah, I'm not I'm not that savvy on it. Like I've I've watched like Princess Mononoke and uh, and Attack on Titan. I've seen a little bit of Bleach and uh, Cowboy Bebop and everything. But yeah, I, I'm really I'm really behind on my anime. Like I, I I like everybody like every man who calls themselves a man. We've all watched <laughs> the Dragon Ball Z saga. <laughs> oh, I totally, mean, totally, totally. So I mean, but I need to really we catch up on whole, that. We did a whole um, series on anime. We did a four part series on anime. Oh really? Yeah, we did. Oh hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. The uh, 
shout out to the Game Grumps. No, like they're the ones. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm super heavily inspired by those guys because they're fucking hilarious and they. Oh, they're fantastic. Oh yeah. So you should look out when it comes out the digits. Absolutely, yeah. I, I will be like happy to like like tweet it out to everybody and saying, "Hey, new Lesby channel by the creators of you again." Like I'll be happy to, nice. to let yeah, everybody know about that. We can tend to piggyback on each other. Yeah, that's yeah, for you for sure. <laughs> I I follow the Game Grumps from Jontron because um, when he joined it, I think um, it's weird because I, I, I Jontron's like a six year channel now. He started in 2010, but I started watching him in 2011, and that's when I started college. And that's even weirder because the Game Grumps started in 2012, so Game Grumps has been a part of my college career. If so, facts. That's not... Arlil, what are you studying? I'm stu- right now. I'm studying Film and Spanish. Film in Spanish. That's right. Film in Spanish. Um, but I, I've taken some classes. Like, in, like right now, I'm taking an intro to design, intro to theater design course, and I've taken a, a multimedia storytelling, which is essentially a documentary, uh, documentary course. It was one of the best classes I've ever taken at, at the university. It's that's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. What did you What did you guys study when you, um, when you went to college? Uh, I was a, a theater major. Um, uh, I studied acting and. Uh, that's pretty much all I studied, and uh, I went to a two-year college, and I, uh, my, like, I do have my mentor, and I still keep in contact with my mentor and everything, and he's part of the reason, my mentor is actually part of the reason I didn't continue with college, because he said, well, do you want to, do you want to act, or do you want to be a teacher, what do you want to do? He's like, well, I just want to act. He's like, well, don't waste your money with college. Um, <laughs> and uh, he just said to go out and audition, and that's what I did, and then, uh, no, I, and that's kind of what I've just kind of done. I got a, a bartending gig, and then... Uh, I do local film and uh, plays and improv and uh, yeah, that's kind of been my life and it's simple, it's easy, I like it, it's fun, meet cool people and uh, that's how I did it. Andrea's story is a bit more complex. Mine's a little bit more nerdy and weird and stuff. Um, <laughs> I got my undergrad in literature. I thought I was going to go into the FBI. Um, wow. Yeah. Ridiculous, right? Yeah. Uh, I totally thought I was going to go into the FBI and but when you what people don't realize is like if you're in forensics and stuff like you literally study like hair blood splatter analysis and that's what you do for 24 7 like it's super specified and specific and it makes sense because like if you're going to study the science of it like you really need to know your shit um yeah so like i took like criminalistics classes and ballistic classes and all that kind of stuff and i even took like sociology psychology classes that um helped you understand criminology um but I um, I took a criminalistics class and they had a secret agent, like literally it used to be a secret agent or whatever, come into the class and he said, this sounds so like... He's like, I'm a secret agent, <laughs> but not anymore. <laughs> this sounds like super sci-fi and stuff, but he basically, and I'm a, I'm a super extro- extrovert. Mm-hmm. He said that, um, and okay, sorry, I'm like jumping back. I, anything I do, I usually do like 200%. Mm-hmm. And so if I was going to go into the FBI, it was like super secret, super like high ops, secret, special intelligence, all that kind of stuff. Right. And um, he said that like basically he has no life, you know, like he wow. he can't talk to people outside of the agency. Like and he was describing this one instance where like he was coming home for work and um, he had to take a different route home because he saw a guy sitting outside of his front door with a bazooka. And was just like, nope. What? Yeah. Fuck. And I, 
I want to do that shit. Like I like I have that like. You just see a single red dot appear on Andrea's forehead <laughs> as tell the story. Like this, like it sounds crazy, but this shit like excites me. Like I love this stuff, and I wanted to do it. And then like so, I'm getting like super excited throughout the entire like lesson or whatever wow. when he's yeah. talking. And then he was like, "But then I went home, and I couldn't talk about my job. I can't tell my friends what I do. I can't talk to my about my family what I do." He's like, "Aside from my work, like." I can't tell people anything. And but I, I can tell this class of 50 people. Well, he wasn't anymore. But the point is, is it's just like, I wow. couldn't do that. I love talking to people. I'm too much of an extrovert. Like, I love interacting with people or whatever. And so it was just like, I can't do this. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Plus, like, the whole idea of just studying blood, hair, blood, I can't even say it, hair, blood, spatter analysis every day. Hair, blood, splatter, analysis. Analyses? Every day. Like, hey, bips, bips, yeah. So I was like, I can't do it. So I ended up doing um, journalism, which is kind of the same thing, but a lot less dangerous. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Depending on where you're doing so that your... my under, Which is funny, because my undergrad is I double majored in literature and criminology. Mm, wow. So, yeah. Combination. So I can, I can write sci-fi novels, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, like I said, like Zach has the acting background and I'm so jealous that he got to go to school for acting and I didn't get to do that. And so a lot of my acting has been like on the fly and I, like, I wish that I took classes and had stuff like that and got to be right. more plays oh. than I was, but I pursued journalism because I thought I was going to make money acting. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> the acting of money. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, I fell in love with production. So like my route back into the acting world where you find Zach and I is from production. Yeah, and it's not like my training was super formal. Like we yeah, were but it was still like you it, got to take the classes. Yeah, I got to take the classes. Like it was more of an experience because I made some really good friends and I was with, what he's saying is I don't have really good friends. Well, no, no. I, 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 this this goes to any other actors who are out there learning it, it, Especially young people, like, because when I was in college, like, when I was doing the college thing, everybody goes through this identity crisis where oh, they're yeah, always definitely. questioning their backgrounds, mm -hmm. where they come from. The other students came from different backgrounds. They're better. That, that, that's questions that you always ask yourselves. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I guarantee, like, I guarantee you've asked yourself that, right? Oh, all the time. Like, and time. I can't, like, and, 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 like I, I came from a small mining town in Utah called Magna, and I was an improv roots. And then I was casting these plays with people with like these insane backgrounds. Like again, it's still high school. It's fucking high school. Who cares? But they, <laughs> they, you know, they, they, they told like because people will always try to fucking tell you that to make themselves feel better. They're always trying to tear you down. And then I got a lot of that. But then I quickly made friends of those people who tried to do that because I just realized, and we all realized that we're going through the same thing. And yeah. and that was the experience for me as far as the acting thing is like we all come from different backgrounds. We do things differently. And the, the sooner that you accept and love where you came from as far as that background goes and what you've become, then that's when you, that's when you can just fucking create and just go. And, and just run with it, because I, I like I didn't discover that till my last year in college, and when I came into the fray of like doing local stuff, and because uh, auditions used to be eight times harder for me, I used to sweaty palms and everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. I still get I, I still get nervous before an audition, but now it's just like, ah, here's what I got. Yep, didn't like it. Okay, fuck you, bye. Which <laughs> <laughs> um, is a lot easier. <laughs> some people, I, I still, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm behind. 
And so, like, I just, I get jealous. You know, like, Zach... And, and you mean in terms of your acting experience or in terms of yeah. the acting experience? Jack's got, Zach's gotten to do more plays than I have and more roles and more characters. And I feel, like, um, behind. Like, I just, you know, I, I haven't gotten to do as much as he has. And so, like, there is a bit of jealousy of, like, I want to do another role. And, like, when you're in college, you kind of have that for you. Whereas now, like, I'm mm -hmm. trying to get... Um, people in Salt Lake to like hire me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in a mode of, like I, I do take it very seriously. I take. No, I know you do. I didn't mean it like. No, that. no, I, I know you're okay. like. No, this isn't a, me okay. defending. No, this like I do take what I do very seriously, but I have also found this very zen approach to it, and uh, it does come across of people thinking that I just don't care. But I, right. but I, but I do like. But it's me just being lackadaisical about it because the whole reason that we got into this. That anybody gets in this because they like to do it and it's yeah, fun. Especially, that's why they, yeah. That's why they call it a fucking play, you know, because you're because you're, you're playing, you know. It's like it's what makes a great fucking play. And uh, <laughs> no, it's it's. I I, I just uh, no. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, and granted, eventually everything becomes work. Eventually. And, oh yeah. Uh, even this. Even this is work sometimes. Oh god, yeah, yeah. And but at the same time, if it makes you feel good, then that's. Fucking fantastic! More power to people, and uh, yeah. That, that yeah. So, how did you get into podcasting? Um, I think it was just one summer. I think it was 2013. Um, I was editing. I learned how to use an editing program called GarageBand, and I was okay. editing my on Mac computers. Yeah, <laughs> I um, and it sucks because I think GarageBand 10 removed like making it easier for like, recording podcasts or something. You can only record voices. I don't know. It's bullshit, but um. But I wanted to go back to my old recordings and, and edit them and then post them because I'm a sadist. But <laughs> then I had the idea that let's try some let's try recording something new. So I dragged my brother, uh, who's my co-host, um, and we recorded um, we would just recorded a new episode together and it was a lot of fun. But we were still in this weird in between. I like the old recordings. I want to share them to people. We come back to it a year later, and they had the idea again. All right, we'll combine an old recording with a new recording. Like, and the new episode, I think it was episode six. Um, it started with me talking about love as a teenager, and then what do I think about love today? And <laughs> uh... <laughs> so yeah. Have, so how have you come since that first episode? I think I've gotten more confident. I'm more personable, definitely, because when I did the recordings just by myself. I was insane, and I—I I mean, even though my asshole neighbors would call me insane, I was insane. <laughs> I hear—I hear, I heard my old recordings, and I—I I sound like a fucking lunatic. How, how would anybody listen Hello. to this? When I first got involved in improv when I was younger, like I was like the zany crazy guy on stage, but now like it, I don't know, you, you kind of just get muted. Like I don't know if like you just kind of learn to listen a bit better. It's because you're becoming an old man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Arlo, you're heading what... to old manship. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from somebody who is over 30. Whatever. Whatever. You know what? I I love who I am because if you saw Zach... Because I... I'm fitting! No, because if you saw Zach and I in person, you would think I was the younger one. So I'm okay with that. And I've got the young soul. <laughs> Even though I'm fitting! I'm not fitting! I'm fitting! <laughs> Just turned 50 yesterday. Oh it's it's insane to me how I'm 23, but I always keep thinking. Maybe it's because of my sense of humor is kind of darker than most people's. Nice. Which makes it difficult kind of to maintain like good friend group. 
groups. Not Jewish friend groups, but I mean like, like people that get my sense of humor. Because I, I think you're fun. I think you're oh, very you. fun, dude. No, and like I'm a very sarcastic and I love dark humor. Like I think you have a great sense of no, humor. I love, it, it, I, I love the, dark humor. Um, but it was the back and forth with my brother that I think that relaxed me a little bit because I didn't need to act out as much. So I was able to control myself. And I think that's the same approach I've done. Even with the episodes I do by myself, I still have that same idea of what if I'm talking to someone else right now? I'm thinking about that. And um, and it's been I, I, very incremental. Um, I mean, I have my, like, loud out there moments. Like, God, in the last podcast, I did have a moment. <laughs> he did. He got really loud. I was a little worried about the peaking of the mics. Yeah, I, I, I made sure I leaned back. Uh, but, um, no, I like, uh, like I guess something completely right, uh, complete hair, hell Mary, and I just went nuts. Yeah, which I felt stupid about because I thought he was completely wrong. Oh yeah, and I was like, and I and I believed you too, and I was like, oh. And well, then don't I was, believe Andrea. Anytime Andrea thinks she's right, she's definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's there's that. There's that. There's that. Um, if you guys are curious at all about how I perform under a. When I'm behind a camera, I, I made a web series that I only made that with two episodes of because I tried to make a third episode and it was a production disaster. But it's out in the internet and you can look for it. Why was it a production disaster? Um, because it was too ambitious. It was Aww. way, way too ambitious. And I, too ambitious. This one was, especially because I. It, took it me, is when you're on a budget. <laughs> On the budget and when you're in college and when you have to think about other, everything else other than the thing you really love doing the most, which is, I think, the weird in-between I'm currently at right now. Like, I should be writing a paper right now, but I would prefer to podcast Yay, or edit right now. Friday night. That's, hey, my co- that's my college story. <laughs> well, that's the... I, I should go to class, but I'm going to play online poker. <laughs> like, so do you have a paper to write? Uh, I actually do. I have several papers to write, and uh, I'll be doing that tomorrow. Passes. We'll help write them. <laughs> That's really nice. I won't. Um, <laughs> so, Arlo, what do you want to do? Like, what do I, I think we're do? interviewing him at this point. I like no. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I want to. Well, it's weird because I really enjoyed podcasting, and I love podcasting because I can create stories. Uh, more frequently than I do with filmmaking or with trying to make films. I eventually want to be a film director, but I, I would also like to be a voice actor. And and if eventually I can, hey, that's um, awesome, Yay. man. That's kind of my thing too. I love. I oh, really. To do that. You yeah. guys can be like voice buddies. Oh, that'd be awesome. Hey, we're we're uh, totally Facebook friends now, so it's legit. <laughs> it's fantastic. Arlo, you and I aren't even Facebook friends yet. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. We need to fix that. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse Eisenberg, starring Mark Zuckerberg. Dude, dude I was just thinking about the, the bit on Game Grumps. When the, oh, like, no, Double TF Jesse Eisenberg Facebook. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that bit Fuck, so this much. this bullshit of Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg, why are they doing a Facebook movie? But I eventually came, because I tried the camera stuff. Like, I tried actually making stuff with me in front of the camera. And I just realized I can't fucking do this. I, I well, I don't mind doing it, and I think if I just had more time, uh, I could get used to it. But I think I've always been someone who likes to project his voice. I'm even like even with the hands right now. I'm like controlling how my throat goes, and how it elongates and I'm 
being weird. Your right dip now. thongs. My dip thongs, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I took um I took an acting class in middle school. Uh, I took an acting class in college, and and I think I actually did try to try to join an improv group in high school and in college. The college ones, no chance. I had no chance. They were fantastic. High school, I actually could have actually been on, could have been on the troupe, but I, I they called me back. They actually called me back, but I just thought, no, I'm not good enough, and didn't. I regret that a lot. I really, I probably. Oh, I mean no. Yeah. yeah it's, you, it's, and there's gonna be other like in Ohio. Do you guys have like comedy things that you can like do and like, like improv like workshops you can go to or whatever? There probably is, but money is that would be one issue. Just darn the money. It's always an issue. <laughs> There, there probably is. I, I, I've, um, I've also. But you could, you can afford this sweet Yeti mic here, though. <laughs> yeah, we know how much that costs. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. This is actually the mic that we're using for our let's play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going for something well rounded but affordable. So. Yeah, I, I think this is a good, this is a good place to start. Um, microphone wise, yeah. I don't want to. Look, I've seen. I think. I think I found out about Blue Yeti mics because I think Good Good Mythical Morning uses it, and they, or they use the brand, and they thought, oh, that's cool. What kind of mic do they use? It's like five thousand dollars. I can't afford that. They make fucking movies with this shit. They do. <laughs> <laughs> and even the Game Grumps, like they like they what use. Did they like, use? What did they, they use? They um, use. God, I forgot the name of the mic because uh, they they did that How We Do It video. Yes, did you yeah, watch yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Where Aaron's yeah. going through. They're called Breakaways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you should watch that video. It's actually really cool. How they do it? How they do, how we do it? But uh, no, they they uh, they went from a mic very similar to this to uh, see. I feel like this is a really nice mic. Uh, but the to like movie grade mics, like oh. full on film set mics. Yeah, so. probably like super expensive. I think yeah. what I think someone calculated it's like three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollar mics. They're a full function. They're or like one thousand dollars, something like that, like Maybe around it's... around there. One day, Arlo. One day. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping that'll happen. I uh, sometimes I don't know. Like sometimes I, gosh, I don't know. I'm I'm no, young enough dude, that we'll pack you up. We'll share you. We'll like everything. Like, as long as we can come back. I mean, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I anytime, anytime. I this has been so much fun. I thank yeah, you guys so much for coming by. Um, us, absolutely. And don't be down on yourself. You got this. The cool thing is, is like a podcast. Can be killer exciting regardless of where it's at. Mm-hmm. I I you can record it in your bedroom and it's all good. I mean I'm astounded enough that we I have, we have such a following already, and that you guys found out about us. So that's 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 fucking huge, and I I am incredibly humbled just by how things have been going and things have been getting better. That's awesome, be. you're dude. You're cool. You're a cool person, Arlo. Oh, thank you guys. I really appreciate that. So taking us out today is um, "Son of a Bitch" by Nathaniel Radcliffe. There One we of go. my favorites! Yay! Um, I like the way you roll, our little. I like it. Um, as always, you can find our podcast at randomchatterings.weebly.com. You can also contact us via Twitter at our Twitter handle at ranchatpodcast, or you can email us at ranchatpodcast at gmail.com. And our question of the week is, what is your favorite independent film? Oh, you guys, are you, do we have to answer that? You do not have to answer that, but you could if you want to. Okay. Do you have an answer, Zach? Uh, ant farm dickhole. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say the lady in the van. Seriously, like, um, what's her face? I'm gonna brain fart it. Um, Harry Potter lady. What's her name? 
Oh, McGonagall or whatever. McGonagall. Yeah. She plays amazingness. Oh, I cannot I picture the face. I can picture the face. I cannot picture her. What's her fucking name? I um, don't know. We, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Yeah, Smith. Professor. Hook. Maggie Smith. She was in Hook. Hello, hello, boy. I highly recommend The Lady in the Van. Lady in the Van. It's actually really good. It's really comical. It's funny. Um, it's it's a good independent film. Awesome. My, my favorite independent film is It's Such a Beautiful Day by Don Hertzfeld. It's an animated film. I haven't heard of it. It's It's heavy. That's all I can say about it. Without you, we can look up a trailer. You can't it's, give us a little bit. I mean, yeah, do same thing with Ant Farm Dickhole, man. It's a super heavy movie. <laughs> it's super traumatic. Like you're gonna cry your eyes out. That's that's what I mean. It's a it's like a no, movie. No, seriously, that this is... is a real movie. Oh, it is. No, I'm not making this up. This and is this good. is an actual like movie. That's no, it's terrible from oh, what I hear. I've never seen it, but movie. I heard it exists. Okay, okay. That sounds like a, like a Rick and Morty Rick gag or something. Ant Farm Dickhole. <laughs> Ant Farm Dickhole. <laughs> He shoots ants out of his dickhole. I'm good. No, I I saw it in a Game Grumps episode. Hello, my name is Doris. Oh, is also shit, good. that's where I heard about it. That's where I heard about it. What? Uh, in from Dickhole. That's where I heard about it on Game Grumps. Yeah, from the Sonic Boom episode. That's oh, right. Oh. That's the only reason you like it. Oh, yeah. Well, I've never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> um... But, but uh, the short, like the synopsis, basically, it's just about the life of a man named Bill. He's a very boring character, intentionally boring, but you see how his how his life changes once he develops like a life-threatening disease. It's a feature film, technically. It's like 60 minutes, but it's a combination of three... 60 minutes? 60 minutes. It's three different short films that he made, but he combined them into one into one film. So it's a, it's a continuous story, and it made me cry uh, by the end of it, and even by the beginning of it. It's... It's beautiful. It's like one of the best movies I've ever seen. Ant, what is it again? One more time. Ant Farm Dickhole. Ant Farm Dickhole. I'm going to look that up. Directed by <laughs> Josh Whedon. Really? <laughs> okay, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, guys, thank cool. you. Thank From you. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Ant Farm Dickhole. <laughs> Arzil, if you need a uh, voiceover actor to do your intros or whatever, uh, Zach is the guy for you. Give him a call. He'll um, creep out all of your listeners. <laughs> Starring Garrett Top. And seriously, consider um, Giggles the Lioness. Like, just, will... just like as a side podcast, like as a side thing and see what happens. I will take that into consideration. Guys, thank you. Thank you so much for coming. For coming thank by. you, Arlo. Thanks, Arlo, man. Son of a bitch. I love this with your uh, what's it called the Wingard. Yeah, yeah, you got this yeah, kind of can, can you, you got you got this like Wilson from Home Improvement thing going. <laughs> <laughs> lead, to, lead to your left a little bit, Arlo. To lead the left. To your left.
Your left. Your left. My. Let's oh, see. that's what you look like. Okay, there. Oh, ah! You have facial. You have facial hair. I do have okay. facial hair. The camera adjusted. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs>